0: Welcome to the Freedom Chasers podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom.
1: Today, we are super stoked to be talking to Beto Montagna. He is with... Remax Partners in the North Side of Chicago. He um, stylizes himself as the Wrigley Realtor. Major Cubs fan. He wor- he works on the North Side. He loves the North Side. We are super pumped to have you on, Beto. Um, Love to just kick it off with a story. Could you tell me what is one of the craziest or most memorable real estate transactions that you've ever experienced?
2: Um, well, first of all, thanks, guys. Uh, awesome to be with you and uh, in, in the audience. And Dreamcasters is, is is badass. And thanks for. I'm honored to be here. Um, and, uh, let, let me tell you a, a quick story. Uh, so my first deal I ever did, very modest price point, um, tough neighborhood. Um, and I'm like, well, I mean, this is what it t- takes and just work with, you know, whoever God sends your way. And, that, and this guy, um, it was my first deal. So I cut my teeth on and it was tough five years later. Uh, I'm still staying in touch with that guy. And he's like, hey, my boss wants to upload some property. And he comes at me and he's like, hey, I've got this portfolio, a couple million dollars. Um, you know, my guy really likes you. Would you mind, you know, looking at it and telling me what you can do with it? I'm like, absolutely. So I guess the lesson there is uh, stay in touch with your database, uh, be the guy that people are, are honored to, to have in the room and, 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 and earn that. And so somehow I must have earned that opportunity uh, that I just got recently, but I earned it five years ago. And so real estate's not a get-rich-quick thing. It's not a 90-day thing. Um, it, it's, uh, it's the rest of your life um, because you're here to serve, At right? least I am. Um, and um, I'm with REMAX now. I used to be a Keller Williams guy. And one of the things that we learned at the Keller Shop was the purpose of business is to fund a perfect life and once you get clarity on that once you know what your perfect life is about maybe it's about freedom maybe it's about retiring early maybe it's about having a ranch whatever your freedom thing is whatever your your why is real estate is an incredible vehicle to get to that so I guess the, the moral of the story is um, I, I, I'm pretty good at my why and so being a great advocate five years ago turned into opportunity today and that just sort of seems to happen all the time if you're doing right by people. So um, I talk a lot, let me shut up right there and, um, and, and see where we go.
0: So immediately you hop into why. And I love the clarity that you possess that business is to fund your life. And so obviously you've taken the next step to determine your why. Can you walk our listeners through the process on how you were able to get such clarity?
2: Uh, I used to get shot at a lot. <laughs> I used to be in the army. <laughs> uh, and that sharpens your, your vision pretty fast. I was a medic, Um, um, I'll be 50 in March, so I'm on the older side of most of my my colleagues. Um, President Bush, 41, uh, was in Pearl Harbor for the 50th anniversary and so was I, as a young soldier. And uh, I got to see a president and I'm like, wow, that guy has lived a great life. and I just said, you know, I, I want to be a public servant guy. I want to dedicate my life to community service. And um, I ended up working for a lot of elected officials in D.C., uh, in the city. I live in Chicago. Um, and so if if you see somebody that you think is doing a great job, and he was my commander-in-chief, so I'm like, that guy's the boss. And then he gives us a pep talk. <laughs> uh and I'm, I'm, I'm just a kid right from the lower west side in Chicago. And that's the president of the United States of America talking at you. So you listen. And I'm like, I mean, at a really early age, I'm like, what do I want to do? And so I just dedicate my life to that. Um, and then whether it be military service, uh, I used to be a banker or financial service or what we do now, um, it's really just about building community and protecting community. And, and, and ferociously loving everyone around you and serving them um, as a realtor.
0: So I want to unpack this. I want to unpack this a little bit. So it sounds like you're a person that focuses and, and has a respect for the office of president, which is really cool. I know as a nation, that's something that we had for a long time. You know, maybe we have that now, maybe not, but your interactions with the president, your interactions with those higher ups over there—was it the things that they said? Was it their presence of being? What was it that made such an impression on you?
2: Well, I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's got their own presence, and everybody's not the president. Um, in mean, full disclosure, I, I just left a meeting with an elected official before this, um, so it's like it's a consistent thing in my life. But you don't have to talk to the president or or, or some other, you know, like 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 everybody's important. The lady that poured my coffee as I was waiting for my meeting, she's a client now. Today. Right? You just honor everybody. <laughs> um, and, and, like, guess what? She's putting food on my table faster than this elected official that i with, who's pretty high up there. Like, you just, you just have to honor that opportunity. Um, so I'm not uh it it doesn't matter who you are it's it's what can i do for you and um as long as you're useful in spanish i speak spanish there's a phrase in spanish it's which means bring that value or you make yourself of value to the others and if you just you just do that every single day um i i try to bring that value um i'm not waiting for the phone to ring uh i call my database every single day because there's somebody that I can help today. And shame on me, if I don't make the phone ring. Don't expect your phone to ring if you're not making other people's phone ring. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, that that's... That particular guy happened to be the president. And he happened to be the president at a supremely historic moment. Like, we're, we're, we're at Pearl Harbor. It's a half a century on the, on the nose. The whole, the whole island was charged... He he served in you know as a as a pilot, so he's one of us. Um, but that lady that poured my coffee is one of us, right? The guy that picked up my 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 you know my car to, to take it for servicing, that's one of us. You know how hard it is to be a realtor without a car. <laughs> I need my car, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I need my coffee. So everybody adds value if they decide to. Uh, I would just say, find your people, find your tribe and say, what can I do for you? Um, one of my taglines is you got a guy. So if you know anything about Chicago, it's about relationships. It's who do you know and who do you like and who do you trust? And you just got to be that guy or gal, right? Um, so.
0: Totally. So So going back to your why, so your interactions with this lady that's pouring your coffee with the president, those types of situations, they're all like, I hear you referencing service. And so are those the things that have impacted your why? Tell me more about how that why developed.
2: Um, you know, I'm selfish with my service. Like the more I get to serve, the happier I am. It's just, that's my wiring. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm weird, but, um, when you bring value, people look for you. Um, I mean, I mean it's the first time talking, so I'm not gonna get too personal here, but, um, I'm an old army medic. So every now and then I get lucky, I guess, and end up in the right place at the right time. Um, car accident, somebody gets shot I live in Chicago. Um, and so far, I'm five for five. Um, that person's not dead. Wow. Kind of random, but not so much. I'm going uh, the 27th, whatever that is, like a week from this weekend, to celebrate a birthday for a lady that I just decided to serve, right? I, I was going out to do an open house, and it was raining, and I'm I'm, I'm waiting for the lights to turn. And then... Some jackass didn't wait, and then there was an accident, and I got to just pop out and do my thing. Um, uh, five years ago, today, another one, a uh, kid gets shot three times with a AR-15 uh, right from my house. And I'm coming home, so I take off my tie and put it around them, I make the tourniquet, ruin my tie. Well, that's cool. Um, that family's nice to me. Not to say that's how I get referrals, but <laughs> I get referrals.
0: Uh, well, I can imagine. Like that's a level of service that is
1: not yeah. even, I'm about to say, yeah, <laughs> entered our you're out here saving lives. Right? I, I, yeah. I think that's a good way to, to build a referral business.
2: I'm a veteran, right? <laughs> I love that part of my culture. Um, you should learn about serving veterans. Veterans are great clients. Um, if you're an active service member, you get to use your VA benefits. Who moves more than veterans? <laughs> and they got to buy. They yeah. got to sell. And, and, and they're not, now a lot of veterans are buying remotely. So you're stationed in California for you know a year or two. You buy your property, just rent it out. Make a secondary passive income, you know, a stream of income. Um, uh, I'll tell you what doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how smart you are. Uh, I got a bunch of college, which I won't bother getting into. Uh, also a bunch of college debt. And I have respect for that, right? Uh, the best part about college is all the people that I met that are clients now. Um, I'm doing a deal right now with the girl that I went to law school with. I'm not an attorney, but she is. And, you know, I'm, you know, she, she's referring me to business. Uh, so that's that's the punchline here, guys. Just to cut to the face. Yeah, value. bring value, bring value, bring value, bring value. And if you bring value, everybody will figure that out. Because everybody has a self-interest. I want to grow my business. I want to get married. I want to um create a farm in Chicago. I have a client, Star Farm Chicago. You can Google them. Um they do organic like farming in the middle of the city. We had a bunch of lots that were not being properly used. I'll put it that way. And they turned that into a living uh, enterprise. And uh, even during the pandemic, uh, you know, we're recording this uh, August 19th, um, a couple years ago, 2022. They were delivering food to people's houses that couldn't get out. Maybe they were medically fragile or, or they didn't have a vehicle or whatever. Um, it, it's nice to do stuff like that. And, and the, those, those folks are in the commercial side. I got a lady today who wants me to help her buy a church. Um, so it's not just about buying a townhouse, townhouse or a condo. The commercial deals um, are near and dear to my heart because that's how we build community right? We create a a student housing facility. That's cool. Um, Or the thing that we opened up with, you know, I got a mayor that wants to grow his town. That's not an everyday real estate transaction. It's gonna take a while. Um, It also requires a little bit more expertise. We're we're caught up on is it going to be a $2 million um, remediation or a $6 million remediation? Because the Army left some stuff in the area. And we have to be very careful how we move that. Uh, but I speak Army. Um, I got promoted five times in eight years. And so I understand those guys. And they understand me. And, and we'll figure it out. Um, but again, service, service, service. And, and that's it. Oh, and, and one more thing. Show up. I'm at my desk every single day. Well, I take off on Sundays, but you know I'm here working. Um unless I'm at Wrigley Field, but you can call me there. Yeah. I but am working. working, that's what say, He's working there too. That's yeah. You call me, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is um I give out my cards at Wrigley, and it says Wrigley Realtor on it, right? So like oh, okay. You know. But um I I really love this job and um you know and i'm kind of referral guy now like i don't have to work too hard at building new opportunities rather we just deepen them um and i'm I'm very grateful very grateful Um, there's nothing that will pay you better than being a everyday hardworking uh realtor if you're helping people um and if you're not helping people
1: the world needs bartenders. Let's go do some else. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally resonate with your story. Um, being a go giver in general is the way to go 100% of the time. Like you said service, service, service. Aste Valera. Um, I love that. My wife is Hispanic. I'm going to have to tell her that all the time, now. Uh, right. <laughs> provide, <laughs> provide some value. Bring yeah. me the value, yeah. wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll return the favor, of course. Um, Roberto, I just I really love your story, right? So you start off, you're an Army veteran, right? So you go to school, you get your MBA in finance. So we kind of dial it back to the beginning. Why did you get into real estate? And, and how did that journey look?
2: Um, well, let's see.
1: I have a nursing degree from the army. Right? I was a
2: medic um, and I was a surgical guy. 1998 um, and everything in between. Um, then I just, when I got home, I really missed my tribe. I missed my army buddies. So I went to go for a congressman. At the time, there was a VA hospital in Chicago and it was shutting down, Lakeside VA. And I'm like, well, where where am I gonna go? I need care. I'm hurt. My friends are hurt. Like we've been busy working hard. We need a place to go. I'm not going to Indiana. Um, nothing wrong with Indiana. It's just it's a hike. Um, I talked to my congressman. Like, hey, can you help this? You're on the Veterans Affairs Committee, right? I see your website. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I need a guy. Well, you got a guy. He's like, great. And um, kind of hired me. I didn't get paid for six months. (laughs) um i just decided to start talking to the other community right we're building community um and veterans are really easy to organize because we're used to being team players and this is before the whole like now it's easy but before you had to go from 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 bfw to american legion to whatever and find the, find the guys at the bar and just chat them up and say hey how is this issue working out how's is this issue working out and the guys that gave me the most love were the vietnam guys because they really had a different experience. And they're like, we wish somebody had done this for us. And so I go back to the Congressman's office with like 30 veterans and we're like, this is what we need. Is that what you say that on the record? They're like, absolutely. So then he has them going. Long story short, um, props to Secretary Principi. He was a VA secretary at the time. Big props to Secretary Principi. He listened and we got the VA to build the hospital. So I felt great. Like I saw, in that moment, it was the real estate that needed to be straightened out. And there happened to be some financing around it. And in my, my tribe, the veterans were going to have a place to go. Um, hmm. now I didn't actually use it because um, I, I went to the gym today. I'm like, a pretty relatively healthy guy. But when COVID came, uh, I got to be a guinea pig. I'm like, sign me up. I showed up the gave me the shot with uh, my second one. Um, the VA was there for me and the VA has been there for a lot of my friends. Um, unfortunately, the VA has also been there for some of the widows, right? Cause they also serve the widows. If you're afraid to be out there listening, if you're an unmarried surviving, uh, if you're an unmarried widow of a service member, you have the right to apply for those benefits. So just to put that out there real quick, um, and I just saw the power of, of, of service there. And my congressman's like, well, now what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm going back to college. I I gotta get some, I gotta get a job. Like, you got a job. Stay here. Worked for that congressman for a couple of years. Then, um, he's going to retire. So I go to the city council, uh. And the guy that I'm working for happens to be in the zoning committee. What what, what is that? Zoning is how you make the map. Um, You guys ever play a game called Civ? Like Civ 6? It's Civ, you get to make the map. You're like, I want to build manufacturing here, or I want to build agriculture there. Uh, Believe it or not, we have have farms in Cook County, Illinois. Mm -hmm. We We have a farm bureau. (laughs) a lot of corn up here, so I realized that I was super excited, stoked to build a school, right? And how is that going to impact the development of this community? And I'm like, but you know, when you're in public service, you don't make any money though. Like that's the one downside, right? Awesome cosmic power, itty bitty paycheck. So um, I'm like, I got to do something about that, you know? And I'm like these guys are all smarter than me. They're all they're all they're making nice checks. I'm like what do you do? Like how'd you get here? Oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, I have an MBA. Um, I'm looking at them now. I got a degree in economics in 2005. Went in psychology in 2001. Got an MBA in 2010. Um, on top of the nursing, I went to law school for a while, but it wasn't for me. That knowledge was my toolkit for what? To bring value. When I have a commercial deal, I can write the letter of intent. And then just give it to the lawyer for like 10 minutes to look it over. When we're doing a pro forma, I know what an analysis of variance is. Those are good skills to have. Um, you know What is it just called? A cash flow. And you can Google that. Take, you, don't, you don't have to go to college to figure that out. But going to college, because I'm slow, like allowed me to ask questions and like put it all together. Um, And when my clients hire me to to grow their business, buy their shop, buy their house, I make sure they don't screw it up. <laughs> you know, is there money coming in? 10 3 exchange. Here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Here's the attorneys who put it together. Um, and then I also don't try to be everything. I stay in my lane. Like, I know what stuff is, I, I hire somebody for that. You know, if you're going to have a lot of money, I make sure that you talk to a financial planner when you get that big bag of money, right? If you buy a property, I I kick your butt if you don't talk to someone about life insurance, because I want your, your family to be safe, right? Um, yeah. I don't know, I've been, I, I have a huge database, so I probably have been to five funerals this year right and so I mean, these guys live long lives right they're, they're older old timers right I, i'm i'm I have a lot of older friends and like it just makes my heart break when i realize they haven't done the planning um but you know it's it, it, it's been a great life I'm, I'm super happy super stoked i'm looking forward to the next 50 or whatever i get um and, but, you mm-hmm. know, if I get hit by a truck today, I've lived a really beautiful and rich life because I've gotten help so many people. And God willing, I'll be here for That's another awesome. 30, 40, 50 years in the seat doing the same thing. Um, but, and I get to talk to you guys. Like, this is random. So can re-
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's It's super fun, too. So there's some things that you mentioned that I think are just really interesting to me. So it seems that your desire and your drive for community stems from the military. And so like when you were growing up, you know, may I'm sure like, we all want community, but I mean, like when you talk to people, like kids who've been in gangs and stuff, like they go into gangs and then they, they like that lifestyle because there's like a brotherhood or a connection that it's hard to get elsewhere. Like would you say the military is similar? And is that what drives you so much now to, to bring a, you know, Because a lot of people are comfortable living like more independent, isolated lives these days. I was getting shot
2: at anyway. So give me the body armor. And <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, and I'm kidding that I'm not. I mean, there's a shooting every single what you day. You like, grew what up was on it? the southwest side. Lower west side. I live in Pilsen. I live between. Oh, okay. all, 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 all I knew growing up was 18th Street to Surmac Road. That's 2200 South, uh, essentially Halstead Avenue to Western. And that's, that, that box is called Pilsen. Mm-hmm. And um, predominantly Mexican-American community now. Used to be Polish, used to be Czech. That's what the name comes from. Um, went to St. Anne's grade school. Uh, got, t- got kicked out of uh, Cooper. Got kicked out of St highest they finally pulled me through at st anne's uh, and that's stories for other times i guess um i put rocks in my snowballs for a while um mm. yeah there's no way anyway, <laughs> um is what i love most right in terms of our communities here and that's where i'm from so i don't care how good or bad or whatever that's where i'm from and uh, those young men that make those bad decisions, it's usually because the brains aren't fully formed, uh, and they're making bad decisions. Um, limited options financially sometimes, uh, but I'm not excusing it. Right? You get to make a decision every day. And um, for me, uh, Chicago is a magical place.
1: When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. And the results prove this. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secret that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is why we have opened up a few one-on-one coaching slots with Freedom Chasers Coaching, where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are and where you want to go, and most importantly, how you want to get there, where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are, where you want to go, and how you want to get there. The benefit of working with Matt and I is that we are interviewing between 5 and 20 successful people Every single week, we have accumulated hundreds of seven figure strategies and gotten the inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We are able to work with you to pick the strategy that will fit the best and then help you create the custom plan and steps to take you quickly into financial freedom. The fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us. And let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. Yeah, there it is. I got all sorts of those. Um it's funny. The first time Matt saw that, he thought it was like a European flag or something. I'm like, "No, that's the Chicago flag. It's the coolest flag in the world, man." It is. Um <laughs> I think we're the only city as proud of our flag as as because yeah. I haven't seen another city. And, and, and it's,
2: it's distinctive. Um In any case, um community If you never seen this movie called Departed, and the opening line opening line in the Departed, this is a bad guy saying it, is I never wanted to be a product of my community. I always wanted my community to be a product of me. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm helping my community be stronger, more diverse, uh, more stable economically. Um if you can stabilize the housing stock, um, let me get let me close the door there's a lot of noise back here there you go sorry if you can if you can stabilize the housing stock then small businesses take care of themselves because the customers are there schools are fine because the kids have money in their backpack in the state uh public safety isn't an issue because we all know each other we look out for each other um if anybody wants to know where i live google the national museum of mexican art the national museum i live across the street but so when i was a kid that did not exist it used to be a boat repair shop and i'd break in there and pretend like i was fixing the boats
1: um
2: until i got now i live across the street right And
0: now it's your home
2: and I, and, and when when yeah. the museum was coming in we insisted that this National Museum be free, and it's still free. Anybody, any day of the week can walk in there for free. To so the National Museum of Space got some treasures. Now it's Mexican art, it's 100%, but they also do like these collaborations. So you'll get something from the DuSable African American Museum, or from the Chinese American Museum. And so we get to live the whole world in Tilson. Uh, not to mention dope-ass tacos. Um, great bars. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a wonderful magic place to live. Mm -hmm. And that's my community. Now, I know that there's some dude in Jersey that loves his town as much as I love my town. And I would love to learn about that guy's worldview. But I'm never going to be the guy from Jersey. I'm going to be the guy from the lower west side, Pilsen, Chicago. Um, And my community has given me so much that it's almost like it's like it's like a person almost i i I love i love chicago more than anything i'm not related to um because it's been good to me so i wave the flag
0: (laughs) how cool so diving diving into that a bit deeper i mean was that something that was with you since you were young. I mean, were you always that tied to it, or was it being on the battlefield?
2: What, what well, is ask that? A soldier. What they're fighting for? Like for being tell you their body, their home. Right. That's what soldiers are about. About going home. Ask a firefighter what he wants. Hey, at the end of the day, I just want to go home. Be my wife, my kids, play with the dog. Whatever your thing is. Ask any. It's not just a soldier's thing. Ask anybody puts on a uniform. What do the cops want to do at the end of the day? No matter what rule number one is, we all go home, right? Well, that means there's gotta be a place for you to go home to. Think of all your best memories as a kid, right? Unless it's like throwing the ball around at the park, you know, it's something in the house, Christmas, or if you, you know, maybe it's Hanukkah or, or whatever your thing is, right? If there's a home, there's these four walls that are magical. It's where you wrote a poem. It's where you fell in love. It's where you cried because your dog died or whatever. There is a sacred space we call home, and as a realtor, I get to help make that. Um, there's nothing more honorable than creating the space for people to live their lives. Um, and when they pass away, you know, one of my I'll just say his first name. My, my buddy Louis passed away. He was, he was 78. You help the family through, know, deal with that because that house has to be transitioned to someone else. And so if you're my client, you're my client for life. And when you pass away, I'm still going to be there for your family. Um, there's nothing, nothing better, more important, more powerful to me and, and to most service members, I think, than home. And so it just makes sense. Also... If you want to build just to be like totally candid if you want to build community you need power you need energy you need to do stuff to earn that opportunity and how do you build power you do it two ways you organize money and you organize people that first time i told you about with the veterans i didn't have any money but well, i had my, buy a few beers at the bar um but we build people. We put them together. Um, if you organize money and you organize people, you can do anything. And so, being a realtor, that's the perfect intersection of those two things. You're organizing money, organizing people. You're 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 like right you're like the quarterback. You know, you got, you got the attorney, you know, blocking and tackling. You got the finance guy cheering you on. You got the inspector making sure that your back's covered. Like, like, and the realtor sort of in the middle of the scrum here, making sure everybody's communicating and talking and, and and on the same sheet of music. Um, I mean, I could bore you with details about how we negotiate, but at the end of the day, you care about this deal. You care about your client. Everything kind of works out. Service, community, loving your your business and the database, the human beings in that in that little spreadsheet. That's what's working for me. I mean, there's guys that are paying money for Zillow or whatever. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know how that really works. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing wrong with it. If it works, for you're great. Um, but my job, all I do is buy drinks and make phone calls. And I do it. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds like an absolute dream. Um, So just kind of going back to our pre-call, right? So like the first thing I said to you is like, I think that real estate is the fastest avenue to find financial freedom. And you being an MBA in finance, you 100% emphatically agreed. So could we jump into that? Like, why do you think as a finance MBA, right? Why do you think real estate is the best avenue and the fastest avenue to find financial freedom?
2: Well, I mean... You want me to talk to like as a business owner or like from an individual's perspective or, or let me talk about a family because most people can raise family, like
0: business owner. Yep. Perfect.
2: There's no other asset class that says tax favored right off the bat. You live in your property and things will change over time. You know, the, the, the ways and means committee will make a decision. And the next thing you know, it's the law. And, so don't quote me on this in two or three years, but. Nothing is as tax favored as real estate. Um, if you sell it and you and you lived in it, this is your primary residence between um, 24 months and the last 60 months, you get tax free capital gains up to a quarter million dollars. If you're married, half a million. OK, what else can you buy and not pay taxes on? Gold? No, you need to pay taxes on that. Might be long term capital gains, but it'll be taxed. Um, you can't buy tesla you can't buy bitcoin everything is a tax right you can report that eventually and your taxes um so it's tax advantaged the interest that you pay on your primary residence you're going to get a state and local tax deduction on your federal taxes people squawk all the time why don't we to pay taxes in illinois why not you file income taxes you're going to you apply that Your state and local tax. Now there's a cap; it's uh, $10,000. So if you're buying a million-dollar house, I got different advice for you. I'll connect you to my advisors, and they'll they'll give you the strategy there. But if you're a mom and pop, like everyday bread and butter family, like just regular people, this is the path to building wealth. Real estate is the only asset that appreciates over time. Well, in, in economic terms, right? So I bought it for 300, I'm selling it for 400. While it depreciates over that same period of time for accounting purposes, like what's up? Over 27 and a half years, you can depreciate yeah. the property to zero. No, that's not
0: my. Just to reiterate, cause that's such a powerful point basically you're getting tax advantages because the government's saying your property is being worth less because it's economic age is increasing. And yet at the same time, you, it's values going up. So you're getting the, bump of you, the value flat, and and you live in or up, up to three or four
2: flat because this is all primary residence, the house pays for itself. It's free to you, right? You bought it for 300, you're paying 2000 bucks to on your interest rate. To pay off that $300 to pay how much you put down, pay in your credit, or, you know, that's just rate. Right. You've you got to pay 2000 bucks on this $300,000 box. You're charging $1,000, you're charging $1,000, you're, $1, you're living for free. The rent doesn't go down. The rent only goes up. Um, so it's inflation-proof. When everything else is going up, if you own property and it's income producing, I'm not saying gouge people. You know, everybody needs a decent place to live. Don't be a jackass. But if your taxes go up on your property, it's for a reason. The value went up. And the deduction is going to go up with the cap of 10000 So just to recap. Oh, one, one more thing on the rent. How much rent do you get from gold? Maybe you could buy a dividend-paying stock, but you know what AT&T's paying? Something significantly less than inflation. You're losing money being in those dividend-paying stocks. And I'm not an advisor. I'm not giving advice here. Talk to your guy or gal. But if real estate's not part of your strategy, you need to revisit the relationship with whoever's giving you advice. I don't know anybody that's totally broke that has real estate. And I don't know anybody who's rich who does it. What's the difference? I mean, look up the lady that poured my coffee today. She's paying eight hundred bucks a month and I'm like, why do you love why are you love paying your landlord's mortgage? Like you're paying a mortgage. It's just somebody else's. And uh, she's like, well, Christmas is coming. I'm like, "Well, what if Santa Claus? Every year, brought you a check for $9,600. How would you feel about that? I'd be great. Be your own Santa Claus. Like, stop paying somebody else's mortgage. And she was in the apartment, so she, she would consider a condo. Uh, she would consider multi-unit. She would consider moving. Uh, back of the envelope real quick, literally, back of uh, a napkin, sorry. We, we did math um, with a two-flat that she would charge like a thousand bucks on her, her payment would be almost cut in half and she's building equity. And then when she she, she came back for the refill, she said she had questions. She went up and thought about it. She said, what if I didn't take that money? What if I just poured it back in? I'm like, now nah, you're talking, honey. Now you're talking, now you can retire with dignity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: she's drinking with, drinking she's the cool air with dignity. That was a, 20 minute conversation with some random person. I got a number Mm. and you know, she's in my database now Um, and I'm just gonna reach out to her, reach out to her, reach out to her. Um, I I have a software system. My CRM will give her like 12 touches and then it'll force me to call her if she doesn't call back. Um, But I know she'll call back. I know she'll call back soon. Talk to her husband. Um, Oh, another one uh, today. This is all the same cup of coffee. Called me, said she's out. I'm like, why are you out? said, like, because the interest rates are too high. I'm like, oh, okay, got it. And like, what's the interest rate on your rent? It's a hundred percent. You get none of that back. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> well, my my husband just got a new job. That's right. I'm like, well, is it the same kind of job that he had before? He was, like, yeah, okay. What if we revisit this in thirty days, once he's more comfortable? She's like, you know what, we can do that. So there's always a solution, right? Um, I don't care if you've got $600 for rent or $6,000, like you are, I mean, unless you're not going to be here in 90 days, you probably should consider owning something. Um, so I, 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 can't think of another asset class that does that for you. Um, well, let's, let's think real quick. Commodities, no. Equities, no. What about bonds? Muni bonds, tax advantage, but performance is garbage. Junk bonds, well, they call it junk for a reason. Um, you can invest in baseball cards, I guess. Literally nothing, nothing will pay yeah. you to just wait. Um, and, and and real estate pays you three ways. It pays you in either the rent that you're getting or that you're not giving someone else, right? That, that income stream is back to you. It pays you in appreciation over time. Not every 90 days, not every six months even, but like year over year, give it a minute, you're going to make money on the appreciation and it pays you in the tax advantage that we mentioned earlier. Nothing else does that. And here's the other thing. You're going to stop being productive one day. You're not going to be bringing in whatever big bucks you got, or you're going to get tired, or your back's messed up. <laughs> I don't care how much of a stud you are. Your body will stop. Um, you don't want to be on the hook for rent. When you're seventy. Um and if you pass away, that property would transfer to your family. That job's not, that stream of income's not. Um there's a lot of stories I could give you about how people's lives have been transformed through real estate and it's the surest, safest way into the middle class. Um, and that's just a residential, right? We're not even talking about commercial, right? That's a different conversation probably, but right? land, land warehouses, uh, you can buy a car wash, right? That's fully automated or you pay somebody to go pick up your money, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, there's one not too far from your going for, uh, 1.2 million throws off about a 10 cap. Uh, so if you want to get ten grand a month coming in, go finance at one point two. You're gonna get financing probably around putting the credit and the lender, how much you put down. You're gonna be paying six thousand, seven thousand for it. Instant cash flow of three grand. And every deal is unique. There might be a zoning issue. Back to zoning. There might be a special use permit that's required. There might be an assessment coming down the pipe, extra taxes that you didn't think about. So if you get into commercial, you need someone that speaks bureaucracy uh, because the rules change. Um, But that's what I do. Yeah,
0: which also comes back to relationships, right? Bureaucracy a lot of times is dealt by relationships. And I think that's one of the greatest values that you bring to our audience is relationships once built are a much better platform for business than a lot of other methodologies one of the obstacles i know that in working with agents that are getting in the business or just people that are you know trying to become successful is that relationships take time and sometimes people feel the sense of urgency to make money now or they need to make money now to provide how did you get through your own version and how would you advise others to you know, minimize that noise, and maybe how to build relationships quicker so they can, you know, reach their goals.
2: Every day, I write two thank you cards, and I throw a Starbucks card in there, and it's a real thank you. Um, I've got some cards that are fancy schmancy that they have my logo on. You can do that; you can get them customized. But honestly, it's just the thank you, it's the written hand gesture. You telling me that you don't got five minutes to say thank you to somebody that gave you value yesterday? You're not thinking about it. You're not thinking it straight. I pour um, attention into my database. Attention, to about finance. Attention is a currency of relationships. So don't go trying to drop currency out of the bank that you haven't put anything into. And that can be interpersonal, that can be professional. People work with other people that they know, like, and trust. And to do that, you have to pay attention to them and to their needs. Um, now, I'm lucky now because... I know somebody that's got this over here that needs that over there. I just connect them. And um, in the process, if it it hit it off, well, Roberto's a nice guy who put us together uh, like a matchmaker. But the trick for me is that, well, for one, I have a routine. I'm here at my desk in this chair every day at the same time whatever that is for you, right? For me at 6 a.m., I'm at the gym at five. I'm 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 right here at six. But that doesn't matter. It's a routine, right? I say my thank yous. Like, you guys are both gonna get thank yous from me. And call me out if you don't get them, right? That's my thank yous for today. I'm gonna send you a note, right? And
0: I'll send you one with my my actual logo on
2: it. Um, Perfect. Which, by the way, means it's in your wallet. Cool. It's a commercial. I can refill it every 90 days. I'll call you in January, April, July, and October. Like, hey, Matt, how's it going? Tim, you're in town. Let's have a coffee. Oh, wait, Matt, you're out of town? Dude, let's do a Zoom coffee on me. Click the click, recharge your card. You're never going to throw that thing away. It's money. With my logo on it and it gives me a chance to do this thing um yeah i want to break bread with somebody six times a week and that's kind of during the pandemic i came up with this because i couldn't and i missed it you know the the, the, <laughs> the downside to being community guys that you need to be able to be in your community and when we were all behind this big plexiglass I call my buddies I'm like hey I'm going to buy whiskey at Costco you want to go <laughs> like we go. um and we're just like hey what are you what are you drinking now and then you know we, we go home and have a drink kind of I'm glad I'm glad that's over I think it's over um because I, I miss people I really need to be around humans I care about people I feed off of that um going back to the service thing we got this guy in basic training named cup dude this guy's entire church would write to him and he would share his not everybody got that he would share his love that he had from his family and his church with the rest of us and we're like wow we feel like we really know cup family Cup's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, that was thirty years ago, dude. I'm still thinking about that. The power of those messages, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm at my desk every day, except Sunday, because uh, whatever. I need some time to, you know, go and have a two days or whatever, right? Um, Decompress. Yeah even jujitsu. What, what is jujitsu? Are you punching somebody in the face? No, you're hugging your buddies until they pass out or you pass out. Wait, <laughs> I'm the old man now. so I suck. But I'm also really hard to tap out. I'm also really. Yeah. Yeah. It's a just hugs. Just yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah, I was about saying it's
1: just a very aggressive <laughs> hug, right? Even you. Yeah, right. involuntary. It's all for fun.
2: <laughs> That's
0: so funny. Better yeah, build a no, community dude, in the
2: in the, the guy that did is, is a beast. Um and, and he's also a realtor. Being a realtor is like the secret magical key to everybody else's world. Realtors help lawyers, doctors, uh, architects, like everybody needs a realtor. Eventually. Um I went to a wedding uh, Saturday. My loan officer, you know, it, it's not just business. I'm going to your wedding. Like, she invited me, we went. So I'm cutting some slack because she's on her honeymoon. We have business that we have to give her. Like, I have... Uh, <laughs> this is an important point. Get good at your job. <laughs> I hate dealing with people that suck. Um,
0: yeah, you can say that more than once, yeah. say that.
2: Um... I mean, just it. Get good at your job. Learn your craft. Under the practice, there are let's just say forty thousand realtors in the Chicagoland area. There is an eighty-five to ninety percent failure rate. I'm dealing with everybody but forty-four thousand realtors every year, and uh, I remember my first year. I sucked, but worked my ass off. What's that? This is. The president's award, so I'm not telling you I'm good. The guy who's the boss of the realtors says I'm good. Twenty seventeen. I didn't sell I didn't sell anything that year. Nothing except for that one guy who gave me a million dollars last week, right? I saw anything. I think I made like six thousand dollars that year. It will humble you to be like worrying about rent and ramen. Mm-hmm painful,
1: and Raman.
2: <laughs> painful to be a realtor. So I, I try to be helpful, right? But you still got to not suck. Or, or as we say in Wrigleyville, try not to suck, right? Cause the Cubs, <laughs> um, the next journey. Year...
0: Let's dive deeper into that. So, so you're, what year in real estate are you? Is that your first year in real estate that you made six grand? Yeah. So talk about the struggles. Talk, talk about the journey from year one. I mean. I know you're a relationship guy, were you focused on relationships from day one, and how how did that end up? How did you double that business?
2: I was a bouncer at a bar uh, the redhead piano bar, great bar in Chicago come through
1: mm. Oh dude, Matt, you were there. That's the place we went with the hedge fund guy. the redhead piano bar. yeah, that's an awesome bar. You
2: know, well, that was my door. No, and I met a lot of people at that door. hedge fund managers, guys, you know that run the city um i won't embarrass myself by saying who but there was a very 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 good basketball player who tried to get in and we had a, we had a no gym shoe rule and i said no almost got fired but he came back with gym shoes and i'm like you no way you're getting in here i don't care and then you know we got him some shoes uh but so it's, it's a nice bar it's a fun bar it's a piano bar uh I was not focused because I'm at the bar until 4 a.m. And then we got to clean till 5. And now I'm hungry. So I go to breakfast and then I'm go to church. I guess I'll go to church. Fine. I end up hitting the sack at like 8 in the morning. Ruined my productivity. I wasn't focused. I, had, I did not honor the craft. I was just playing with it. Worked at a warehouse um, 8 to 8, 6 days a week, which is what I still do. But 72 hours a week working at the warehouse is not the same as 72 hours a week working Mm -hmm. on the phones, talking to my my clients, uh, putting out fires, uh, getting ahead of problems. Chicago is an amazing place to do business because it's not pretentious like some bigger places. And it's not like, like you can run full steam here. And the runway never ends. There's always more business. I feel like in some other places, I mean how many how many transactions are happening right now in, in you know Peoria, with all due respect to Peoria? It's not gonna be what we're doing in Chicago. I mean, I I mean I think we're doing like thirty billion overall a year. Like it's a lot, right? And all I need is a little tiny speck of that. Business is infinite in this town. Um, And maybe it is everywhere else, but in my town, I could never leave the city and be perfectly fulfilled. Now, I don't need a million dollars to live on either. Like, you know, I was making it at 500 bucks a month, barely. Um, And then every year since then, it's been triple the first year and doubled thereafter.
0: Amazing. So that being said, what are you up to now? What what's the next 12 to 18 months look like for you? What, what are you building? Um,
2: I have two virtual assistants in the Philippines. Um, so I'm essentially staffed from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So there's uh, four-hour shifts with two hours of overlap for collaboration. So I'm covered pretty much all day. I'm generally out of the office by like 2 o'clock with... Um, lead follow-up, essentially. I'm I'm visiting one of the properties, so we're doing field work. Uh, If you're you're, you're at your desk all day, you're wrong. Uh, There's no clients in your office. Go get them. Um, uh, Shame on you if you don't visit all of your listings once a week. Go in there. Make sure nobody broke in. Make sure that everything's where it's supposed to be. Look at your materials that you left for the public. Call those guys and gals that showed your place and get the feedback. Don't just send a stupid text. Call them. Hey, Matt, I saw you showed the house on Tuesday. What'd you hate about it? What'd you love about it? -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you, note, for Matt, for talking to me for five minutes. You're going to tell me what's happening. Oh, the other thing is um, I want to know who you are because your clients are a reflection of you if you're a squared away guy or gal and you're on it or if you're a hot mess i don't expect a lot out of your clients um as a listing agent which everybody should want to be (laughs) (laughs) i'm you're auditioning as a buyer's agent to work with me if you're incompetent i don't care if they're million-dollar buyer. Like, who cares? It's not gonna happen. Um, That's one of the reasons I don't like to be a dual agent. When you're a dual agent, assuming you have the ethics to do arm's length with everybody, and that's hard, you're losing the opportunity to broaden your network. You're becoming transactional, not relationship-driven. And that's poison forget that two and a half percent give it away next time when you come begging because they're the listing agent and you're the buyer's agent like they'll know you did it did right by them right um i take pride for example as a when i'm on the buy side that if i submit a contract and it's as is it's as is now, for the people that aren't in the business exactly, that means I'm not going to beat you up for 15 things that I want you to fix before I take it. If I say as is, people that get my contracts, they know what means as is. And, and and we fully clarify that, not just with the client, but with their attorney. I will fire you. Um, my integrity, when I say as is, means something. If I was going to cuss, this is the part where I would be cussing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's your word, right? What's more important than that? How do I trust you if you check off as is and then you're wasting my time 15 minutes later? I'm not saying you got to buy. Do the inspection. That's fine. But if you don't want it, you knew what you're getting into. It's in the state sale. The guy's dead. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fix anything, or the money's tight, or they're behind in the taxes. They don't have. They don't have a budget. If we say that we're going to sell it to you as is, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's just a small like you know rabbit hole for me, uh, irking me. Totally. Um, but you know we 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 I got no complaints, man. This is a great job. It's an incredible privilege to be an American. To be part of the, for me the great state of Illinois, Chicago. In my opinion, the most beautiful city in the world. I've been to Russia. I've been to India. I've been to China. I've been to Japan. I've been all over Western Europe. Nothing compares nothing to Chicago. Now Chicago is a supermodel that's got a cold three months out of the year. All right mm-hmm. He's got a cold and you just got to deal with that nasty weather. But she's still fun. Mm-hmm. There's good places to go in the winter. If you know where, you, where you're going, if you got a guy, if you're on the podcast, call me, I'll, I'll point you in the right direction. But the spring, she's like, sexy and flirty and mm-hmm. fun in the summer. She's scorching hot, right? Like just, 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 just yesterday. I'm going up Lakeshore Drive and the Blue Angels are coming in because they're in water shows this weekend, right? Oh yeah. No additional charge, just glorious, beautiful summer living. The girls, the girls are playing volleyball. And the guys are rocking the, the cars. It's just a great place to be. And, and north and south side and west side and east side which we have an east side by the way um in the fall super dope super sexy museums fine dining like chicago is just an incredible place cultural capital we we, we gotta have 30 universities here like literally and i'll just name a couple mm-hmm. university of chicago everybody's heard of that one northwestern Headquartered technically in Evanston, but they have a campus in Chicago. Notre Dame in Indiana, they have a campus in Chicago. University of Illinois in Chicago. Northeastern. Um, Columbia, if you're an artsy person, that's a great place to be. Like, And that's just some of the top line, guys. There's technical colleges. You learn how to do movie making. We have cine space by my house. You ever see uh, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire? That, mm-hmm. from here. yeah,
1: actually, I had a carpenter that was working on that. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been Chicago a couple since. times. Um, yeah, so Chicago just like and, and, and it's still a neighborhood, right? It's got the best things that Boston has, right? Like, mostly, it's got some of the cultural capital of like Southern California, it's got the energy, the vibrancy. A lot of New York. Um, And by the way, we can go everywhere. I can be in Mexico City for dinner. It's 3 o'clock. I could be in Mexico City in four hours, no problem. Or New York. Or LA. New York guy's not going to LA. Seattle guy's not going to Miami. But I can go to any of them. Because I'm in the heart. Um, So that's why I live here. Um, and, and you know it's it's my it's my my family's here and my friends are here and um I feel like I get to play at real estate. It's not really like mm-hmm. there's there's no struggle here. There was. Love it. <laughs> in the beginning, the first three years sucked. Yeah, but many. let me add one more thing. when I was having a lot of problems because I had just a budget, like what are you going to do with 600 bucks? Buy, buy one. In Chicago, I had a network. I had friends that would lend me money that would <laughs> take me to the grocery store. Literally give me money for gas. And like nobody does great in this business by themselves. So you need to be nice mm-hmm. to people. And, um, those people are clients yeah. now. They're my best clients. Because uh, they saw me, they had faces in me when I was garbage. Maybe not garbage, but my, yeah. my prospects were limited. And now I'm regularly real. Mm-hmm. realtor, whatever that means.
0: Speaking of your. Uh,
2: honestly, I think yeah, it's the phone, the it's best where I am, to get a hold of you. unless I'm sleeping. Um, uh, I think that's where you found me. <laughs> uh, I'm at the game. Mm-hmm. We talked for like 20, 30 minutes while having a beer. Yeah. Uh, my number is 773-744-0238. That's 773-744-0238 for the recorded line. Uh, or the website. The website is com, and I won't spell it because if you can't spell Wrigley, I don't like you uh, <laughs> WrigleyRealtor.com Love that. And uh, if you want to email me, my nickname is Beto. Fair enough. So it would be Beto, B-E-T-O, at callbeto.com. B-E-T-O at C-A-L-L-B-E-T-O. If it's after hours, my staff will pick it up. They're going to monitor that while I'm sleeping uh, because they're in the Philippines. Um, And um, I have friends because of the military in every state, like a lot of them. So if you need help or if you need a referral, like let's say you're in Texas. I mean, I I know like the number one team in Austin. Um, they're not with my company, but I want you to get service, right? I'll, I'll refer you there. Um, full disclosure, um, if I if you give me an opportunity to guide you, they'll give me a referral fee of some sort. Um, usually I just donate that, so. 773 744 0238 My Personal Cell. That's been my number most of my adult life. Um, I'm often because I'm old on Facebook. So you can find me Roberto Montano M B A. And, and there's a little tilde over the second N. So it's pronounced technically Roberto Montaño. And I speak Spanish so i'm happy to help you in english spanish my lawyers speak russian and polish too because we have a lot of russians here in polish Um, Mm -hmm. that's it man Um, whatever i can do to help you your your friends your family your business um when they say i got a guy around here usually that's somebody like me and so happy to help
1: um beto such a pleasure to have you on number one um first off definitely a man of your word you call yourself the wrigley realtor i call you you're at wrigley field you're having a great time tons of energy there um i loved your love letter to chicago i mean i totally relate to you i mean i'd say one of the biggest disadvantages of growing up in chicago is when i travel now like i'll go to st louis and it'll feel like (laughs) shaman Um, and I'm, I'm expecting something else. I'm expecting something so much bigger. And it's just like relative to Chicago, it is just so hard to find an amazing city like anyway, this. Because I got um, friends in
2: Schaumburg, they're gonna yell at me, so I gotta stick up for Schaumburg because they're like, our, our, you know, our, I, I, I the family uh, moved the family from Ukraine, uh, the refugees, uh, and they're like, and like, where do you want to live? And they're like, we've heard of Schaumburg. I'm like Schaumburg, and like, I got to know Schaumburg. Schomburg's darn cool. So we go to Schomburg and they're like, this is home. And like, I give them a little American flag and like, I give them a magnet and they're free to the fridge. And like, these folks are like, we want to go back to Ukraine one day. We want to go back to Kiev. And they were so grateful for the American possibility, right? And like, and like just because you're back to Schaumburg, here's the power of real estate. The minute I gave them their lease, they went down to the dmv to get an id they go enroll the kid in school they're, they're 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 part of our fabric right they got a refugee visa so they have an actual social so they can work while they're here like we just but it, they needed the key right and the realtor made that happen i mean the church that they're with paid for that and you know the, the financial advisor from inverness that found me um he said, Roberto, you're our guy. I'm like, all right, fine. And but like, like so just not to not to dog Schomberg. They 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 stood up and they took some refugees in and, and we're grateful for that. Um but 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 man, when I leave Chicago, like I, I'm with you. I'm like, where's the beef? Like the good beef. If anybody's seen the bear, that gives, <laughs> Where's the beef?
1: Yeah. Oh dude, I love that movie. Or I love oh, that show. Yeah. It was it was really I good. I I,
2: I, um, I don't know the only place that I'm happy when I'm not here is Mexico because the food is amazing. Um, but yeah, I miss it. I miss, I miss the city when I'm not here. And um, if I you want to move to Chicago, you got a guy.
1: You got a guy. You got a guy. Beto Montano. Um, I cannot express enough my, gratid- my gratitude. Excuse you. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry for having you on the show today. Um, It has been an absolute pleasure getting a look into your life and into your business and everybody else out there chasing freedom. Freedom is acquired simply one action at a time. If nothing else, please, for the love of God, write down one action that you got from today that you can implement in the next seven days. And please tell somebody, you know, send a card. Yeah. Send a thank you card. That's a great idea. Um, Tell somebody, you know, that will hold you accountable and take massive action. And if you do so, freedom is a lot closer than you think it is. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show.